This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, the John Mazzaloc Conversation on KMOX. Sponsored by your Gateway Acura dealers, Munkadass St. Louis Acura, and Frank Lita Acura on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to KMOX. We are joined by Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Mazzaloc. I will throw in a little news item that just came across during the break. ESPN's Adam Schefter saying that an MRI has confirmed a high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs quarterback. High ankle sprain for him suffered yesterday against the Jaguars. Great to have you on KMOX as always, John. Good morning. Good morning, Tommy. Uh, I had a guest last uh, segment, my good friend Bryce Weiler, who was born blind. He has been involved in sports that has never stopped him. He's uh, given motivational speeches to teams. He has broadcast games uh, as a commentator. Uh, he's a great storyteller, and I wanted to pass that along. We've had him on the show a lot, and I, I know that you have been close with the Foundation Fighting Blindness for uh, quite a while, so I know that that uh, would warm your heart a little bit this morning. Yeah, that's uh, really nice to hear. Thanks for sharing. And, yeah, Jason Morris and I, we've uh, been working together, gosh, for – probably close 14, 15 years um, on that. And uh, he just does uh, tremendous work in, in supporting that foundation and, you know, really becoming a key member of that leadership team. So, um, you know, grateful for my friendship with him and everything we've been able to accomplish over those years. Yeah, the more that we can do, the better, no doubt about it, in St. Louis and beyond. And we witnessed, didn't we, last week how big Cardinal Nation is. I mean, they are, everybody's back in now. Uh, you got, not that they ever left, but now you get to see them, the Cardinals caravan, the Cardinals winter warm-up. I felt like the players were even reunited with the fact that these fans come from far and wide uh, to join them, especially Wilson Contreras. I think he really, that I walk away with one, a couple of things. One of them is that Wilson Contreras had a good time, I think. Well, I think that's right. Um, you know, I was sitting there prior to the, the writer's dinner, catching up with, with a couple of our players that, that were in attendance for that. And, you know, just their appreciation for the weekend for, how fans treat them, I think was something that like they were almost like taken back from. And uh, obviously a couple of people I was talking with, this was their first time at the event. And, um, you know, I really think it uh, was something that they enjoyed, almost felt like it was uh, slightly inspiring for them. So, yeah, overall, I think it was just really a positive experience for, I hope, our fans and, of course, our players. Yeah, I think so, and, and I, I really enjoyed visiting with the players. I was on the Newt Bar caravan with all those guys, and uh, they they really enjoyed it, and the fans embraced him, no doubt. I know Saturday, while we were out of town, was your day. How did that go? You you told us a couple weeks ago you are going to give us a review of that. So you had a, it was a three-pronged day for John Mosellock. Media, Q&A with the fans, and an autograph session. How was it? Um, you know, I think you're probably really asking about the, uh, 
the the Q&A with the fans. And, and yeah. you know, unfortunately, I think some of the audio was a little bit more difficult to, to handle than um, in terms of, of maybe what we've seen in the past. So that's something we've definitely got to work on. But I think anytime you have fan engagement and give them an opportunity to ask what they're thinking about, what they're feeling about, it's, it's you know, first off, it's fair. And secondly, um, it's something that, you know, I, I definitely welcome. And I think for, for the most part, we were able to touch on a lot of things. And, and uh, you, you know, as you know, you've sat through a few of those in, over the years. And, and, and they tend to be, you know, more fan-friendly. And, and uh, but every now and then, you get that curveball. But uh, this past weekend, it was, it was pretty favorable. And, again, just it's, it's nice to be able to have that interaction and uh, allow fans the opportunity to – you know, ask you what they're thinking about. Sure. And, you know, the standards are higher on here. They want this team to win every year. They want them to be in the World Series every year, as do you. I mean, you want this team to be successful. I think that they want answers. At the same time, I think it gives you an opportunity to be able to talk to them and explain where the organization is going. I, I had a lot of people ask me about, you know, payroll and resources myself. And this is how I explain it. You tell me if I'm if I'm accurate here. I said, look. You know, the Cardinals came out and they said, we're going to raise payroll. We have resources that we can spend. They went out, they got Wilson Contreras, and the market got crazy. Uh, It got big. There were huge deals being thrown around, and I think the Cardinals took time to look at that and said, that's not us. Uh, We're going to hold off here for a second, and uh, while we're exploring, we're also going to make sure that we're not – getting crazy here while other teams are. I mean, is that pretty much, is that fair to say? Not really. And, okay. and I don't want to like take you to task, but yeah, yeah. What, 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 what it really came down to is when you start to look at, at some of the, the places you could perhaps improve your club or, or um, invest in something, it really meant then you were either not giving someone else an opportunity or you or you felt like, like when I look at our club right now, I think about our team sort of, sort of in a three-pronged view. One is, you know, for, for me, I feel it's, it's about opportunity. So could we have gone out and signed a corner outfielder and, and basically told Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill or Newt Barr, hey, you guys fight it out for the other two spots? Yes, we could have, but, you know, we still have a lot of belief that these guys are, are, are capable of doing it. And, and, you know, also we have, you know, Jordan Walker coming. So that would be an example of why we just didn't do that. And so when I say three words, it really is about, you know, creating opportunity for, for our players. And, you know, I think players that play for the St. Louis Cardinals appreciate that they get that. The other part is belief in our players. And you know, we believe that we believe in these guys that they're going to be better than what you saw. And, and the others trust. We trust what they've been doing this offseason. We trust how they've been preparing. And so when you, when you couple that, it didn't seem to like make a lot of sense just to go out and, and say, oh, we've invested in, in something to say payroll's going up. Payroll is up. But overall, could it have gone higher? Yes. But in the end, it came down to what we had. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair explanation. That is, that is how... Uh, the Cardinals have operated for a number of years, and, and there are some really exciting young people that are going to get opportunities. I, I want to start with Jordan Walker, 
who is a delightful young man. I mean, he is really something when it comes to wise beyond his years. And I would pair Gordon Graceffo with him on that. I mean, I'm not uh, talking about expectations for both of them, just as people. Uh, that is part of the scouting process, isn't it, of the Cardinals organization. You're finding talent, but you're also finding people who can handle uh, what is a long grind of a season and career, aren't you? Yeah, I would imagine um, when you really take a step back and you think about like like talented major league players, they tend to be of high character. Um, you know, getting to spend a little time with with Mr. Walker and Mr. Graceffo this past weekend, yeah, you know, they're just easy to talk to. You 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 can tell they they do have an intellectual backbone. Um, they also have confidence. They believe in themselves, and and you know, I think having that self confidence is something that that you have to have as you're coming up and, and trying to have a successful career at the major league level. So, you know, that was, that was actually great to see, you know, firsthand and, and to, to, to um, feel that. But I will say like, you know, all those guys, like whether it's Tink Hans, Mason Wynn, you know, it's a really special group of guys we have coming. And, and so as you, you sort of think of the future of the Cardinals, when you have, you know, currently great players like a Nolan Arnato and, and a Paul Goldschmidt, and then you have these potential emerging stars where, where it's like the, the Tommy Edmonds of the world, the Dylan Carlson's, Newt Barr, et cetera, um, Donovan. I mean, like you can go on and on. I mean, that's why we're excited about our club. But then, you know, to see what you have coming in the minor leagues is something where you, where you, you understand that this is just not a short view answer. It's, it's really about what we're going to look like in 2024, 2025, and 2026. And, you know, that's exciting. And I know, like the naysayers are going, will t- point out we have no pitching sign for next year, and um, we understand that. But uh, plenty of time to work on it, and, and hopefully we can resolve that. Yeah, I totally get the outfield uh, with uh, Walker, and then the three guys: O'Neill, uh, Carlson, Newt Barr. Not to mention you got some others that can play in the outfield. Um, I will ask you about pitching. Here's the other thing: I walked away from having talked to Jack Flaherty on the mic and off the microphone. I think something big is coming here. Now, again, you know, it's all about health and, and how he looks and you got to ramp up the throwing program, which he has, and you got to see him in spring training and then eventually on a mound in games. But just a gut feeling here. It's a big moment in Jack Flaherty's career in life. And I think he's got something to prove here. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's right. When you, when you do think about gut feel, um, I think that's important, but going back to what I said earlier about trust and, you know, this past off season, he's had probably the first normal off season since really 2018 going into 2019. And so, you know, that's why we have a lot of confidence in what Jack Flaherty is going to do this year. You're right. Things happen. Um, You know, no matter how all good feel good stories can have bad endings at times, but Here's someone that we have a lot of belief in and a lot of trust in. And I think he and the organization are super excited to get this going and, and to see what he's capable of doing with a, with a full season of health. How is Matt's uh, in this off season? I know we talked about him a couple weeks ago. Is uh, things feeling good about his recovery? Yeah, um, really are I'm quite bullish on, on where he's at. I know he's excited. He's had a, uh, a very intentional offseason for what he was doing. And um, I think here here's another person that really wants to show Cardinal Nation why he was signed. So, 
he's motivated. He's, uh, I think he's coming in very much prepared. And so I think we're all very excited to see what he can do. And then you got Wayno, Miles, and Montgomery. And as we've talked about, some depth behind that. And, you know, you did go out at the trade deadline and landed two big pitchers, Montgomery, one of those, to get you back on track. Not to say that that couldn't happen again if you had to. Do, do you view. Here's the other thing that I said, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, I think the Cardinals view the season in sections. I think you have now till opening day, then you have opening day till July 4th, then you have that rush towards the deadline, and then advancement into the pennant race uh, in October. The point being that the on opening day, that roster is going to look different than it will in October, won't it? Uh, typically, yes. I, I mean, sort of the way I always think about it is is it's almost always just perpetual. There's always opportunities to to try to do something to help your club. But you know, even taking a step back in in terms of like what you look like on opening day, you, you know, to me that isn't all that important. I mean, obviously, you got guys competing for spots and and to individuals making a opening day roster means a lot, but. You know, sometimes uh, you have guys that have hiccups along the way um, in camp. They end up on the IL. I mean, there's all sorts of stories. But the point is, is you, you ultimately want to have a roster that even if you're not where it's like, quote, perfect, you still can be very, very competitive. And then when people get off the IL or come back from injury that you know, you're injecting them in to, to help your club better. And then you also find times where, you don't have an internal answer. So then you have to look outside and um, that window can, can be a very small window in spring training, or it could be uh, a time to add help. As you know, as you get closer to the trading deadline. So, you know, for us, it's, it's, you know, always just sort of main managing what you have and, and, and trying to make sure that that club you're putting out there, those 26 men give you a chance to win. Well, I learned a lot about this team over that uh, three or four day stretch for sure. Just talking to people and 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 understanding them as people. Tink Hens is a guy who seems like he has no fear whatsoever. I mean, I'm, I I look forward to seeing what he can do. And then, you know, Connor Thomas, I thought was a very thoughtful guy. You know, he he learned that cutter. Maddox suggested it. Is he kind of helped him perfect it going in against those righties, a, a lefty who needs to get uh, contact, but also have a pitch to face righties. A lot of neat stories in there about pitchers and players that are going to emerge. Is there anybody that you think maybe should uh, get, be getting a little, you're always good at this, a little more attention. Last year when I asked you this, you told me Donovan. That turned out to be very, very true. Is there somebody that, that maybe doesn't get enough pub that we should keep an eye on here in the spring? I mean, I think like the, the, you know, when you think about like sort of like what could be very interesting stories as we embark on spring training and, and watch those six weeks, you know, two names that jump out to me really are um, Livator. Like, where is he going to be at? Um, obviously, he's gotten a taste of some big league time, but he hasn't been able to sustain it. You remind yourself he's still young, but at some point, you've got to put that into action. And then uh, you, you touched on on Thomas because I think here's a guy that that um, did not have the year that he had hoped. Um, you know, if you go back to last spring, I know it was very rushed with the labor situation, but there was a, that was a young man that I think had expectations of maybe even making our club or at some point getting a chance. And his AAA season just did not go as planned. 
then, of course, you had a lot of success in the fall league. And, and really what you're hoping now is, is can he take that into 2023? So I think those are sort of interesting storylines. And, of course, um, you know, as you watch our club, we, we sort of didn't touch on any of these names, like the Nolan Gormans, Jepez's, Burleson's of the world. Oh, yeah. um, I, do, I do think, like, you know, that group's going to be fun to watch in this camp. A, they're going to get a lot of opportunity to play because – a lot of our regulars are going to be uh, in the WBC. And so just watching, you know, what they're capable of doing or how they emerge with this opportunity, especially, you know, getting a taste of the big leagues, but now what do they do with it after they've had that taste? And so, you know, expectations are high and, and, and I think it's going to be fun, to, fun to watch. Yeah. It's going to be a fun trio right there. I mean, yep. It's, it's a bomb in the playoffs. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's going to get interesting. I appreciate all this. Great conversation. Thank you very much, and we'll catch up real soon. That sounds good. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you. There's the Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mosaloc, with us right here on the home of the Cardinals, KMOX, from the Stiefel Sports Studio, back with a little spring training vacation idea for you. Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.